September 24, 2020, and we are back with our Lituation Season 1. Yes, back two. again. Yes, 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 yes. And today we are going to be talking. Oh, oh, you already lit. Okay. And today we're going to be talking about. I'm just drinking iced tea. What? Oh, she's not. She's drinking iced tea. Okay. <laughs> I forgot iced tea today. Okay. Y'all gonna let y'all gonna y'all gonna let me tell people what we're talking about. <laughs> Today we're gonna be talking about distant lovers. Distant lovers. I've been waiting for two weeks. Okay. I've waited two weeks for that. But before we get into our topics, we always like to do a check-in. So ladies came lit, always lit. I'm stay lit. Tell me how have you been lit since the last episode? Where it came lit? Oh, okay. Well, I came lit, <laughs> of course, <laughs> as usual. Um, let's see. How have I been lit in this past week? Um, oh, I downloaded Facebook dating and then I deleted it. So that's lit. Um, <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> no, was, is that lit or is it? Not <laughs> like it was like it was like she came lit and then she left lit. Bye bye. <laughs> Um, you know, work has been work. I don't really have a big update this week. I mean, I've just been like living life on lit. Oh, but I will say today is the one year anniversary of my Stepping Into She blog. So that's lit. Yes. Yes. Congratulations. Shout out to Stepping Into She. Um, that's what I got. I don't think I'm under. Well, <laughs> I have been watching some amazing shows mm-hmm. <laughs> and catching up. Um, I am totally into P Valley down in the valley. Um, I am totally <laughs> loving P Valley, which uh is on stars. Also on stars, I did not think that I'd be interested in it, but I am interested and ready to continue watching um, Power Ghost Book 2 or something like that, whatever. It's the continuation of Tariq going to college. Mary J. Blige is in it, and she's doing a phenomenal job. Shout out to Mary. Shout out to Auntie Mary. And to the fine, the forever fine Method Man is in there, okay? And I mean, oh, whoo! He's looking really good as a lawyer, so I've been watching that. And then the last show that I have definitely been into every single week is Lovecraft Country. Yeah, I want to pub Lovecraft Country because it's on HBO. It's like sci-fi thriller, um, history piece, black power, black history. I mean, it's all of that mesh into one. And I just, I love it. I love it. I'm also, I want to shout out um, my frat brother, Rory James. He started a really great Facebook group, which is mm-hmm. called um, 
Lovecraft for the Culture. And every other Wednesday, they do a really cool debrief. I mean, it has lesson guides and everything, discussion guides and all of that. And I was on the call for about two hours last night. So I was really enjoying that. And this weekend, I'm planning to delve into Girlfriends because that is on Netflix. So that has been how I have been staying lit um, during this quarantine. Well, let me tell y'all, I've been trying not to be lit in a negative <laughs> way because <laughs> people have been trying it, people in oh, situations. Oh, yeah. oh, I understand. Yeah, so, and also it's just September is always like a crazy stressful time, especially with work. So I'm trying to stay um, positively lit. I'm trying to let my light shine positively. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then... You know, okay, I'm free to find devotionals. I'm praying because Lord knows it's it's been close to going another way. So I just, you know, I'm continuously, continuously growing and learning and learning and growing. Uh, 2020 has made me to um, face some hard lessons this year. And I'm just trying to, you know, like I said, be positively lit and not turn up so that's what happened what kind of lessons are you facing this year wow just so many in so many areas with um marriage just where i want to go in my career with friendships with home ownership slash um being a landlord um and so yeah i am at a place where I'm going through yet another transition. And I hope to share more about it with y'all. I have some um, tough dis- decisions that I need to make. So I've just been trying to sort of be still and figure out what the next step is in, in this transition, this other transition of my life. So um, yeah, I'm just trying to stay as stress-free as possible because I don't have time to, you know, be getting sick with the Rona out there. I don't have time to be like just adding to any health issues or anything that like may already be be going on. That's something else I know we'll talk about later in the season. But yeah, I'm just trying to like stay as stress-free as possible because I know what stress can do to you. So I feel like that's a common theme of 2020, you know, Mm -hmm. and we have had conversations offline just around what it means to us, you know? And I think one of the common themes is really about sitting still with yourself and Mm -hmm. um, really making those decisions. And I think 2020 has eliminated almost all distractions. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Almost, yeah, almost, as I said, almost all distractions to really uh, think clearly you know, um, about what's next. Like you said, I think all of us have talked about career and made some different career moves um, in 2020. And yeah, it's just definitely, it's been, it's been one of those years. Speaking Mm -hmm. of September and 2020 next week, September 23rd is my birthday. So it's Rashana Day. Yes. Yeah. Day. It's really Rashana Month, Rashana Week. Uh, but this year, y'all, I don't know what I want to 
do? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 2020 has, I'm trying not to let it crush my spirit, but coming into this year, I had all these plans of a 31 WOM party and it was going to be in my backyard and I was going to be really excited about it. And then Rona came. So why you can't still have a 30 WON party? 30. I mean, I can, but it's like, who's going to come? It's not going to be the same one Zoom. But don't virtually. It can be virtual, but it's not going to be the same. I don't like staying on, on the screen for that long anyway, you know? Feel so you on that. Yeah, so it's different. Like, I wanted to have a DJ. Everyone was going to wear the color gray, which is not my favorite color. Um, but it was symbolic for me. So... I'll do something for 32, even though 32, I think I want to do Clue 32. So I want to have like a um, mystery murder party. Nice. I like it. Mm. Yeah. But um, yeah, but for 31, it will be something. I'm, I'm planning to win the whole year. So yes. win, 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 win. with the flex. <laughs> Someone put in the comments that I was trying to know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, okay, so we'll stay tuned for an update on the thirty-one party and whatever. Mm -hmm. that I did have a question though for you. Um, so you said you got on and like you you came lit to Facebook dating and then you like exited. Yeah, I came late and I left late. Exit lit or did you exit like? <laughs> um, I went on there. You know, I'm sure this will come up in another episode. We'll talk about dating and yes, we need a whole episode on this. <laughs> yes, but give us the abbreviated version now. want to know of my dating life. Um, but yeah, you know, I tried Facebook dating a little bit more so just to like meet some people. I think part of it is living by yourself and like wanting to do stuff you don't really know a lot of people in the area so it's like a way to meet people and you know i'm gonna get a free few dates i ain't ashamed i'm about to say because that sounds like meetup.com but you are facebook dating talking about i'm trying to meet people get a free meal here and there but but i think for me it just i just didn't like it it wasn't it just wasn't fitting for me and um you know, it just, it, I needed to go. I just needed to go. And I, you know, I came lit and I was like ready to see what was out there. And then I just blocked everybody and left. So it was like lit in, lit out. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what happened. I just- How long did you try it? Uh, like a week. Oh, okay. Now, was it that particular platform that you didn't like or- You know, I'm not a huge fan of online dating at okay. all i'm not i just mm -hmm. i've never really been a huge fan of it um mm -hmm. and she I, loves to be encouraging to others oh yeah no i will i would nah you can ask Rashana. that's like that's a whole other episode we're gonna get yeah. into the dating yeah. 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 like yes yeah. let's go out there and like live your life and put your profile up and be cute and, and message the guys but yes be open <laughs> to the process but i just i just never i don't know i just for me it just it's i, I just don't like it do you think you would try it again when it's like a better time? Um, I don't necessarily know if I would try it again. I think I've realized with online dating, it's a, a it's just like a pool, and you gotta like filter through the pool. 
And I think that is what I don't really like. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't like the consistent, like, hi, hi, how are you? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what? like, I don't really like that. Um, but I also have like a short attention span. I don't know if it's a Pisces thing or just a me thing, but. <laughs> me and a Pisces thing. I think I could get like bored quick. Um, so if I'm not like into you, if I'm not enjoying the conversation, I'm not really, I'm not checking for it. So, and my therapist also told me that I need to get my life together. So <laughs> I needed to exit okay. her to do that as well. So anywho, update on that coming soon, I guess, at the next dating episode. Y'all stay tuned. <laughs> um, I do yeah, I definitely have some stories I can share about Facebook. <laughs> Um, yes i do also want to say for everyone listening um we always post on all of our social media pages whether it's facebook twitter instagram to our topics ahead of time so if you have questions or you want some you want to hear something on the podcast please drop that in so check out our instagram page our facebook page and our twitter page um weekly for updates on questions and episode topics at 1000 club life at 1000 club life ig facebook twitter um, so to jump into our episode, Distant Lovers, if you don't know by now, we are all distant lovers, myself, Sean and Christy. <laughs> um, we all live in different places as friends and maintaining a long distance friendship can be hard sometimes. It can be stressful, but it can also be very gratifying. Um, so ladies, let's talk a little bit about our long distance friendships. How do you feel about that? How do you maintain that? Um, why is it important to keep up with your friends who are lovers? I think we start with talking about us, right? Uh, because the 1000 Club, we are a long distance friendship. And it's funny because I have a joke with the two of you all that means the same thing, but the joke is different. So with Courtney, um, Courtney and I are all, well, Courtney started saying it and I took a second to adopt it, but I like it now. But Courtney's always saying we're soulmates, right? Oh, yeah. And Courtney and I end up like really <laughs> romantic situations together and we just end up looking at each other like, I love you, but I really wish this wasn't you. Uh, <laughs> whether, it's, like, it's like dramatic, like, like we'll end up on a wharf at sunset, right? And we're both standing there watching the sunset and we look over and it's like, I guess, you know what I'm saying? How romantic. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so I definitely, you know, they, they, like with your friends, sometimes you have a connection that of course is different than what you may have with someone uh, you're romantically involved in. But similarly, it's still a very strong connection that's important to your life. And then with Christy, if you all are on Facebook, you know that um, at one time there were all of these, what is it, like survey memes. It's like, you know, who's going to be something crazy, like who's going to be your next baby daddy or who's <laughs> going to be the author of your biography or whatever, right? And every time Christy did one of those quizzes, I was always the answer. And if I did a quiz, Christy was always the answer. So Christy always said, that we always say like, see, you're always the answer. Mm -hmm. And um, that's really true, you know, that your girlfriends are really always the answer. And they, 
feed your soul in a different way than your family um, or your spouse can do. And so when it comes to long distance friendship, um, I think it's been fairly easy for us um, to be able to transition into that because we all, as we said in the last episode, we all were in one place at the same time in the DMV area. And then um, Courtney left and Christy then left. So Courtney, I'm kind of interested for you. What mm -hmm. was that like for your transition? And then maybe Christy and I can jump in about how we felt or... You mean like leaving, leaving the DMV area? And leaving, Not like, leaving the DMV area, leaving us. You know, honestly, um, it was harder than I thought. Like there was a lot of nights where I would like cry a lot because I felt really lonely. Um, and I think one of the things that don't, please don't. <laughs> don't, don't do it. You can clearly tell y'all are soulmates. There's a connection there. <laughs> um, one of the things I always say and I struggle with is like, when something happens, you just want to call your girlfriends up and be like, let's go get a drink because I need to talk about this. Mm -hmm. That was one of the hardest things is not having you guys there to do that with and like having to figure out like, you know, how do I make friends in this area? How do I enjoy my own company? And how do I still like not be upset that I'm not, that you guys are not there. And I think that's also a part of it that some people don't talk about is like, you know, you could get a little jealous when your friends are doing stuff and you're not there. And you're like, I ain't liking your picture on Instagram. I'm not following you right now because you're out having a great time and I'm not. So it was hard for me to really transition into that because my group, like a major part of my friendships are in the DMV area. Um, and it was like leaving all of that and starting over. And then you have to realize that your tribe is not going to be everywhere you go. So mm -hmm. like, it's a core group of people that you know are always gonna be there. And like, even for this year, for my birthday, everyone who came down came from somewhere. <laughs> like I didn't have any friends that came from the DMV area. Well, except for Des, Des lives in New York. But um, other than that, everyone came down from somewhere. So it's also, you know, really just being mindful that my tribe is scattered across the country and my biggest thing is maintaining long distance friendships and learning how to do that. Um, and with the understanding that sometimes it's not going to be easy. Sometimes you're not going to feel good about it. You're going to get jealous. Um, you know, talking on the phone is hard sometimes because you don't always want to talk on the phone. It's better to just see someone in person. So I will mm -hmm. say like, I did try to travel a lot more when I first moved to Jersey, I did go mm -hmm. back to the DMV area a lot more. Um, but you know, now coming in, to, especially with COVID, I'm not traveling that much, but it also requires you to be present in ways that are non-traditional. And I think that's also important to know. But that was my transition. Yeah. It was yeah, same here. I mean, well, Courtney had already left, so I was leaving Rashana and all of my <laughs> other friends. Most of my friends, like Courtney, are still in the DMV, so it was really hard leaving friends that I've known from middle school, high school, mm -hmm. like leaving not only my friends, but my family, my godchildren, like 
pretty much like everybody that's close to me. And then even though I got married and I moved here with my husband, my husband was already here, already established here. He has friends here. So it's like, you know, I was either hanging out with his friends and their wives, or it was just me by myself where I'm hanging out with him. And so because I was working remotely, I didn't have a job that I could go to, to like meet new people and form new friendships. So it's been especially difficult, especially now that it's COVID because there's not really as many activities. And so I'm not able to travel back home. I would travel a lot, like Courtney said, I would travel quite a bit. My job is still based in DC. So I would travel either for work or to see my family and friends. I would say probably like every month or every other month. And was, was traveling. Yes, I was, I was. Like, and so that's kind of, <laughs> I sure was. Like travel is like, traveling somewhere. That's like my happy place. So yeah, so with COVID, all of that is like limited. So um, yeah, like I think we talked about this, maybe not on the podcast, but you have to be intentional about your long distance friendships. And so when you can, like you do have to plan those trips. You do have to make time to visit each other. Uh, you do have to make the phone calls. Like, you know, uh, one of the ways that most of my friends and I keep in touch is through uh, Instagram DMs. We just send each other funny, like, memes and videos. And, you know, I kind of get a little worried, like, if I don't get one in a while. Because I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> that's, that's so real. <laughs> like, everything all right? Because I ain't heard from you. It's one um, group DM that I have. And I remember one of my friends, they gonna know who they are. They listen to it. She wasn't responding for a while. And like the other person is like, I thought something was up because you weren't responding. You weren't saying anything. But it's either like Instagram DMs, we're texting each other, FaceTiming. I'm going to be real with you. I am not really fond of talking on the phone and FaceTiming. But I do realize, <laughs> I realize that for some of my friends, like that's their preferred way of communicating. So like me. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> I, I gotta be in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta be in the mood to talk on the phone or FaceTime, but you know, I, I make exceptions for my friends. So yeah, so you just have to like be flexible, you know, do the Zoom parties, do the Zoom calls, whatever, you gotta get creative. But it's been hard, it's really hard to make friends as adults because you pretty much like like I said I've had my friends since middle school high school college like you you know they've been with you through like every major transition of your life and now it's like who are these new people you know what I'm saying <laughs> like, you gotta get to know somebody all over you gotta establish that trust so it's hard I'm having a really tough time last week I was just like I really miss my friends I miss hitting up H Street I miss like bar hopping I miss like the concerts and going to all the events and festivals I mean of course like that's partly because of COVID but I like really miss hanging out with my friends yeah yeah I would say um as the only person left in the I was gonna say how do you feel because we both said we left (laughs) um yeah and that's exactly how it felt like um it was a real loss I think 
for um, when Courtney left, I was definitely sad uh, because we did everything together almost. Um, Even and when I first, <laughs> well, let me start. When I first, I'm from Boston initially, originally. Shout out to, you know, Boston 617 Beantown. What's up? Uh, and when I moved away initially to go to college to the illustrious Tuskegee University, it was different because I didn't, there was only one person that I knew there who was ahead, who was a year ahead of me. And then there was another girl that I grew up with who was also going the same time, but, um, we weren't like all really close, you know? And so when I got there, I was ready. It's easier in college, I feel like, to be social, to make friends because we're in a dorm. My dorm did not have AC. And well, when we didn't have AC when we first got there. Then when we did get there, it was like AC in a hallway. So everyone had to open their doors, you know, in order to actually receive the air. And it's just easy. You're in classes. It's a new life. You're going to make friends. Y'all all living in the same place, going to the same school. Mm -hmm. And when I moved here, it was an easier transition because Christy was already here. And I was fortunate enough growing up to be a part of a church ushers association where I traveled a lot um, with that organization. And so I had friends or at least new people in a bunch of different states and cities. And luckily, you know, Christy was here. And so it was like, okay, at least I'm going to know Christy, you know? And then, of course, every, every college or university, particularly definitely HBCUs, have usually have a very strong young alumni network, particularly in this area, um, the DMV area. So then I got to see other people that I knew. And in my... And, once again, these people weren't necessarily people that I was close to while I was in school, but because you had that shared experience. So this, the transition from Boston to Alabama to DC wasn't as, wasn't as hard as I thought it was. And I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty social person. I don't necessarily like to make new friends because friend is like a very, very strong and personal word to me. Um, but I am very social. So uh, when I met Courtney, you all learned about that last time, we just clicked, you know, like we did everything together. We were just freaking frack, you know, um, Laverne and Shirley. And so when she left, I was, I was a little sad, but she was a bus ride away. So I visited, I was in Jersey a lot, like all the time, she's saying all the time. You know, I was like living with her, sharing the dream <laughs> <laughs> of that empire state of mind. Even though, you know, she lived in Jersey, we spent a lot of time in New York. Um, and so I didn't necessarily feel that distance as much. And like Courtney said, like she came down a lot. And I also had Christy, right? So it was still like my two closest friends coming here have always been Courtney and Christy. And so I could always call Christy up like, girl, I'm going to the mall or, you know, um, let's go get something to eat or I'm just coming over your house. And I will go over Christy's house on a Friday and be there till like Monday. Like I got snowed in at Christy's house. Like, <laughs> sure I just, like, yeah, I just don't feel like going home. I'm looking <laughs> at Christy's house. <laughs> and so when Christy left, 
that almost like, not at almost, it really did break me down. And I think that's something in distant friendships that we don't talk a lot about. Um, because most times when people move is for something that's like really good, you know, like for Christy, like she's met the love of her life. She's getting married. She's moving. She doesn't have this great experience. And so you're like, yay girl, like I'm so happy for you, you know, and like, you're really happy. But inside that like ripped, like it almost, it like ripped my heart out. Um, yeah, that was really hard. So I'm not going to get emotional here on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that one was really hard. So, so yeah. So what I've learned is um, you have to travel, you know, and you have to be able to to see your friends and um, make time for them. Mm-hmm. And um, as Christy said, with distant lovers, the same way as if you're in a relationship. And I mean, I guess I'm gonna have to find tissue on this podcast. If we but, were there, you know, um, we would give you some tissue. I know I have tissue, but now I'm afraid I'm to like, get up. Because, uh, <laughs> listen, see, I'm podcast ready. I know some of y'all can't see me because you're listening in. So I'm like podcast presentable on the top, but on the bottom, I'm totally party, right? Professional at the top, party at the bottom. Right now, and I wasn't expecting to cry during this podcast. But, but that's okay, um, it's real. Yes, it is. But uh, yeah, you definitely have to travel. Like Courtney said, I read an article recently, and I'm saying recently, but it's probably been several months really, about the difference between a squad and a tribe. And the idea was like a squad are the people you do everything with. Like, you know, they live in the same place. Y'all do all these stuff together. And at one point, I feel like the 1000 Club was a squad, right? We did a lot of things together. Um, and then when people started moving, we really became a tribe, which is, which is different. Like, you know, there's tribe, you have, but people come from the same tribe, but they spread out all across the world or city or whatever. And so it's really important to nurture your tribe. You have to figure out what's your communication method for each person, because like Christy said, Christy is not Mm -hmm. a phone person. And I know that, but I don't care that she's not a phone person. (laughs) Because I'm a phone person. I make exceptions for you. You are one of my other friends. I make exceptions for you. I'm a phone person. And I will call Christy. And when I call Christy, I won't talk to her. Or I will FaceTime her. And Christy will ignore my FaceTime if she's not ready, you know? And then not return it. But then I call her in two weeks. Like, um, hey, girl. She's like, oh, hey. not good with the phone like I've been telling she's my friends she's not good I've been telling them I'm going to do better I am I'm working on it I think Christy does just fine um because I think what works for us is that we all travel and we like to travel and so while phone may not be like our thing I think that it works out because we can all we'll we'll plan to meet each other for somebody's birthday, just because, you know, like, I think that that definitely makes a difference um, in your friend circle. Talking about the phone, I had two conversations with two of my friends recently, and they were like hours long conversations. And so one of them, I was talking to my god sister, actually, and 
the next day we were like we were really glad we were able to catch up and I was like you know what I realized like sometimes you just need to talk on the phone instead of texting like you just need to have that good catch-up conversation I mean it just really felt good just to talk to her and I talked to another friend I hadn't talked to them in a really long time so I'm learning I'm learning that like it's not you don't always get the same you don't get the same thing from text messages or DMs. It's not the same at all. But that one good conversation could like really, really do something for the soul. So, so yeah, yeah. it was. They were really good conversations. And I think one of the things you guys both said is like the traveling piece. And it's really easy to have a one-sided, long-distance friendship. Mm. Talk about it, because that was one of my next question. Oh, okay. Because, like, you know, it's really easy to have a friendship where you are the friend that always travels or always makes the plans or is, like, always checking in or whatever. And that can get really taxing on you, like, being that person and having to always do that and you're feeling like you're in this one-sided friendship. It's, like, similar to, like, a relationship. You're, like, you're always being the one to plan a date, so do this or do that. And you realize with long distance friendships, like the intentionality of your friends, like are they there for you as a friend or are they just, just there because you are making the effort and you really get to see like the people who make the effort in your friendships and like how important it is to ensure that it's, it's equal on both sides. Like if I'm traveling to DC, Rashawn is coming here. If Chrissy's traveling here, we're traveling to Chicago. Like ensuring that it's not just someone always making the trip or always making the effort um, and making you feel like you're alone in the friendship because you can feel alone in a friendship, especially when it's yeah. someone that you're really, really close to. Um, and I think that's also something I realized over my time is like ensuring that you're not in like a one-sided friendship. I'm going to stop talking because then I will be like Rashawn and start crying. So my <laughs> question to that though is, um, do you feel like distance, particularly with friendships, because I think it's different, or let me say this, there's two things. A lot of people are distance, they're distant lovers, distant friends, because they meet each other on social media right like there are people that you know on social media that you I know now I've never met them really in real life but like we're cool on social media right but then in terms of like our friendship and the friendship you're describing Courtney like you all were at one point in the same place mm -hmm. so do you feel like the distance illuminated things that you already saw when you were in the same place or do you feel like Similar to like a wedding, when people say like a wet, weddings and funerals will really show you who people are. Do you feel like distance does that? Like, does, do you feel like it puts the, or do you feel like distance puts the stress on where people break down? Or is it a mix of both? I think it could be a mix of both. I feel like for me, the long distance friendship really shed a light on who those people were as, as people and like really exposed them to see like, if I'm traveling nine hours to see you and you can't make a trip, like, and you're, you're making excuses about something or you're saying like, oh, like, I don't want to go here because this is like, you're really showing me that you really don't care for the friendship because if you're not getting something out of it, then you're not giving into it. Do you so think I you think that prior to the distance? 
or whatever you call them. I think some of that was prior to the distance, but I also okay. feel like, and this could just be me and you might be listening and feel the same way out there in the world. Um, <laughs> but for me, like I try to always give as much of myself as I can in friendships and relationships. So in friendships, I'm always like, I'll do it. Like I'll come, I'll go, or I'll figure it out. Or like, I'm sending a gift or I'm like, I'm just thinking of you or whatever. Like it could just be something. So I try to always give as much as I can. And I've realized that me overcompensating in some areas allowed people to like, just be okay with how they were and not really Mm -hmm. give back. And then when it was time for that person to give back, it was like, oh, well, I'm not really trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that answered the question, Mm -hmm. but that's kind of what I got out of it. Like, I think it was there before, but because you're trying to like make your friendship work and like really be a good friend, you can, it can overshadow the fact that some of your friends don't really give a fuck about you. (laughs) Mm. Sorry for the profanity. (laughs) It's the truth. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. What about you, Christy? Have you seen like some of your friendships change? Not really, not because of being long distance. I think I'm still a little too new to really see that. I think on the flip side, I have seen how some of my friends really do value our friendship because they took the time away to come and visit me. Um, you know, they took the time away from their spouses or you know, their boyfriends or their children to come and visit me. And that really meant a lot. Uh, So I've definitely seen how committed, I guess, my friends are to maintaining our friendships. Uh, I'm hoping that distance won't change a lot of my friendships because I care a lot about my friends. Like I, I have some awesome friends and I think that's one of the reasons why it makes it a little bit more difficult to meet new friends because I love my tribe. Like, my friends are amazing and to meet new people, to let other people in, to, like I said earlier, to trust people, uh, especially like at this age and just knowing that people are there for good intentions is, you know, that, that's what I'm more concerned about. I'm more concerned about the new people, but my friends, <laughs> because I mean, you know, I think I've gone through some situations where I've had one-sided friendships, not long distance, but I have had one, I have had one-sided friendships. And so uh, just from the experiences that I've learned, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get into a friendship where someone's using me because of whatever, right? I don't even have a lot to give, but for whatever, for whatever, I don't want to get into a situation like that. And so I guess when it comes to long distance friendship, you don't want to get into a situation where, you know, like somebody is not putting in the effort to maintain the friendship, like you were saying, Courtney. So I'm hoping that um, my friendship stays strong even with the distance in terms of strength like um are there dates or moments in life that you expect your friends who are not physically in the same area to with you to be there like physically be there i don't because i think i like to think that everybody 
will try their best to, you know, if they say that they're going to come visit me, that they'll really try to make that attempt to come visit me. And I know life gets in the way. I know it costs money. People have children, people have other commitments or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. I just lost train of thought in your question. <laughs> I got distracted. Yeah, it, so I guess you're okay. I got distracted, but this may not answer your question completely. But yeah, um, I don't really, I don't really have expectations. I don't really have expectations. Like I said, I do think like if you say you're gonna come visit, you'll try to actually make it a tip too. But I realize, like I said, life gets in the way, and people may not be able to honor that commitment. Um, yeah, I, I never really, you know, I did have a lot of friends that said last year, like, I'm going to come visit you, I'm going to come do whatever. And some of them did. Um, you know, I, I probably will be in Chicago for a while. So at some point, I'm sure, <laughs> you know, someone will come visit. Uh, I was thinking about having something for my birthday next year in Chicago. And I realized if I do, there may be some people who can come. There may be some people who can't. I'm not going to hold it against them, but, um, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to put um, unreasonable expectations on anyone, but I do think that if you say you're going to do something, you should come through with it. I'm with you, but I feel like if we're close, um, I probably do expect, I, I, well, number one, if we're close, if you say that, like, if I'm planning a birthday, right, if you say I'm going to be there, then, and we're close, like, y'all, right, if you all are like, oh, yeah, I'm coming to see you for your birthday, I'll be there for, for your birthday events, right, I am, like, putting y'all down as, like, a guarantee, does that make sense, so if you didn't come, I probably would have my feelings hurt, like, I would definitely feel, I would definitely feel a certain way. I think things like children, marriages, you know, like, or marriage, <laughs> let's not claim that, but you know, um, there isn't, there's, there's definitely an expectation there. Uh, but for other people, like just all of my friends that are in Boston, I probably only have like one friend from Boston that I see regularly. And that's because she travels with me all the time. Um, when I went, when I went to college, most of my friends stayed in the same area. They stayed sort of in the Northeast area. So they all, I assume, saw each other and made their own connections and things like that. But I was the only person that went so far. So that didn't happen. But, um, yeah, it is what it is. And when I go home, sometimes I don't, I don't really announce all the time that I'm going home either mm -hmm. because then it seems like all it seems like all these friends who you don't hear from come out of the woodwork like oh yeah we gotta hang out and they crowd your schedule and it's like well the people who have really been there for me I need to make sure that I'm giving them time so I kind of feel like if I don't see you twice a year um and there are there are only like a handful of exceptions for me handful of people that fall into the exception of this but if I don't really see you twice a year then I'm I think we're associates at that point. Well, let me ask y'all, because you mentioned like going home and hanging out with friends. Is that what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we associates. 
cold blooded. <laughs> but like when you go home and you, you know, when you go home and visit, how do you manage seeing all of your friends? Because I know I have a really tough time seeing all of my friends on my visit. Like, first off, I'm trying to spend time with my parents. You know, I am trying to spend time with my friends, but I may not, I try to do like a group event, but I can't necessarily group everybody together. I'm trying to spend time with my godchildren. Like I always feel like I'm pulled in so many different directions. So how do y'all manage that? Christy, I think you, and I think you have that this difficult for you because I don't know if you have friends that really click hmm. all together. You know what I mean? I think all of your <laughs> I friends, do have friends all over. <laughs> yeah, I think all of your friends click with you. I don't <laughs> think we all click with each other, right? Mm -hmm. um, even though I don't think I haven't met any one of your friends that I dislike for real. Um, oh, well, maybe one, but you don't even talk to her no more. So. <laughs> but that's not to say that you don't that you have friends that like mm -mm, I don't really want to be around Shawnee you know mm -hmm. um so I think that makes it I think that's that's I don't know if that's a unique situation I just I just think that that's mm -hmm. something to take into account versus like when I go home or even as y'all know I put all of my friends together all the time so all most people if you're my if you are my friend you know Christy and you know okay. Courtney, you know, or you all like you all know Crystal. So I just feel mm -hmm. like um Hey Crystal. Hey Crystal. Crystal. <laughs> my hair. Um so <laughs> so I just I don't have that bit of a concern. Now with my family, I do because everyone lives in I mean everyone's in Boston, but it's like you know, sometimes you gotta go to house, the house, the house. So what I have tried to do is I plan dinners. So like when I first, if I'm going home and my intention of going home is to see everybody, because sometimes you go home, your intention is not to see everybody. So if I'm going home, my intention is to spread myself around. I will normally say, hey, I'm going to dinner at this restaurant at such and such a time. And anybody who wants to see me will be there. That's mm. kind of how Maybe I that's do. what I need to start doing. Like, you want to see me? I'm here. Pull yeah. up. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, but I do <laughs> with my friends. I'm going to do, you know, because most of my friends either, it's either my church friends or it's my school friends. It was not, I don't really have that many like neighborhood friends and all that. So with my church friends, we always hang out because that's my core. We've known each other since we were babies, right? So we'll do a church reunion, church girls reunion. Mm -hmm. And then with my school friends, we will do something school related where we'll all come together and hang out. And so that's like three events. Anything outside of that, you'll have to come get me. You'll have to come to wherever I'm at at whatever time because I'm probably with my mom or I'm probably with my dad and that's their time, you know? So that that's how I do it. Courtney, I don't, I, how do you do it? So I... I don't know if this is going to sound horrible. <laughs> you said what? I already know what you're about to say. <laughs> um, um, so part of it is like, for me, when I go home, I don't really go home for a long time. <laughs> so I'm home for like a weekend, maybe. Mm. And nine times out of 10, like 
I got nieces and nephews. I got my dad and my mom and my brother. Like most of my time is given to them. So you got to come to me. Like <laughs> you literally have to say like, I want to see you. And I also feel like part of it is if I've traveled this far, I should not have to continuously travel to meet people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, wear you out. If I'm, yeah. if I'm traveling from Jersey to Rhode Island, because I'm originally from Rhode Island, shout out to, you know, Rhode Island, New England, all that. I'm originally from there. If I got to go there and then I got to like travel again to see you, I'm not coming to see you. <laughs> like if you can't come to me or accommodate my schedule because I'm the one who's traveling, then I'm not going to see you. And I'm probably not going to let you know when I come back. So like, for instance, one of my good friends, Maria, every time I go home, like she's like, yeah. I'll come to you. Huh? I said we love Maria. Yeah. But she's always like, I'll come to you. Like I and, and if oh, we, that's a good friend. Yeah, and if we do do something, I'm oh, like, I'm I don't good friend. You said what? <laughs> what? <laughs> was, was that some some shade? <laughs> Wait, no, say it again. What you said? Chrissy said, Chrissy said, oh, that's that's a good friend. I said the only good friend. Oh yes, I've had very, I've had a struggle with friendships. Um, yes, <laughs> but I will say like, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> For her, at least, you, Maria. If she's like, want to go to dinner, I'm gonna go and meet her for dinner because I know she's gonna come to me. You know, so that's mm -hmm. also part of it. Because what I've realized is when I went to Virginia, I was traveling back to Rhode Island. Like people's always like oh, you know, I want to see you, but never wanted to make the trip to come to me. I never wanted mm. to schedule to come to me. So it's like, no, I'm only going to the people I know is going to make that trip and, and help because it's really about helping plan around your schedule. Because if you're only home for like a week and you got to see family, you're not going to make time for everybody. And I don't really want to have a dinner with everybody because I may want to talk about somebody who's at the dinner. Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't so, like, if I'm going home and I have, like, I don't really have a lot of friends in Rhode Island that will come together, but let's say I did, like, I may just want to meet up with Maria or may just want to meet up with, like, Crystal or something because I don't want to bring them all together. Like, what if there's a friend that's coming and I'm like, I don't really want to see that friend. You said what? I said, how are you going to claim Crystal as your friend? Because Crystal's my friend now! <laughs> Shout out, Crystal! Crystal's a friend. That's what happens. The friends meet the friends. Yes, when you start mixing friends, all of a sudden, other friends, yes. they become friends, and you just be like, mm. Oh, anyway, the more of the story is. This but is I, do, I do love it. I do love it. The more of the story is, like, there are times where I don't necessarily want to mix friends. And that's okay. Mm. And there are times when I come home and I don't tell my friends I come home. And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. But I make them, I would be like, can you come to me? And even if it's like, you know, at the house, I'll make dinner or something or make drinks. Like when you come, like, it's nice to know that your friends are willing to do that for you. But most of those people that aren't trying to come see you, then they don't come see you regardless when you're home right. or you're away. Like, right. I, I experienced mm. that definitely a lot with, um, with family <laughs> like yeah like I have family who have never came to see me um and or when I'm home it's like I'll I'd always be running around to try to make sure I see everybody and um yeah it's just not it's just not reciprocating so I've stopped that honestly uh so I will say distance will also put the distance <laughs> between people because sometimes when you're in the same place you take for granted the random Thursday night game nights or Friday or Saturday hangouts or you know what I mean but when you're distant I feel like 
every action means something. And yeah. it feels like it mm. means something more um, than it would because the effort, like you said, you know what I mean? Like the effort that you put in to come all the way to see me or, yeah. you know, the effort that I put in all the way to see you. Um, but yeah, I, and to, it's funny when I hear you saying that uh, you don't always want to mix friends and made me think like, well, why do I always want to mix friends? And a part of that is because it's convenient. It's convenient for me to just have everyone there at the same time. Um, And I don't want to be stretched thin. I don't want to be running all around Boston, here, there, and everywhere. And I probably only have one friend um, in Boston. Shout out again to Crystal. Uh, (laughs) She does. She does. She's going to be happy when she she listens to this. Um, because she's probably the only friend outside of my parents who will literally be like, I'm going to come and get you, you know, and especially going home. I don't have a car. I used to be able to use my grandmother's car, but when she passed, I don't have a car anymore. When I go up there, I'm not renting a car. And so, yeah, she's one of the only people that will come pick me up. We'll go out, have a good time and she will bring me back, you know? So, and to Courtney's point, I have stopped long ago announcing um, if I'm coming home or when I'm going there because I don't, I don't, yeah, people may get in their feelings if they don't see me. I don't necessarily care that they get in their feelings at this people point. People in feelings if they don't see you. Like, it's like, oh, you yeah. didn't tell me you were coming. Well, you wasn't coming anyway, so. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on Facebook or whatever. Like, hey, I'm coming home mm-hmm. from this state to this state. I will be at my mom's house. Everyone knows where my mom lives, you know, or I'll be at my dad's house. Everyone knows where my dad lives. So if you would like to see me, you hit me up. Yeah. Well, there's one thing for sure. We're going to stay distant lovers. How you know? I'm going to do my part. I'm going to do my part. (laughs) Rashada didn't already say she expects for us to be there, every invite, every whatever she expects for us to be there. If you accept the invite, like like Christy, like I know my birthday is all like Christy said. Christy, um, this is, she works in contracting. So the end of the fiscal year is always a tough time for Christy. And so Mm. as a person who normally has multiple events spanning multiple days for her birthday, Christy is not able to make every single event. Or if I travel, I know that Christy's probably not going to be able to travel because her work schedule is in such a way that she can never really travel, right, for for my birthday. So no, I'm not upset with Christy or expecting her to be on the birthday trips um, for that. But if she were to one day say, oh yeah, I am going to travel or I am going to go and then she not show up, I will be in my feelings. All right, I'm gonna have to pull a okay. Nini because I have to handle some stuff. So y'all I go ahead and carry on. I'm gonna have to pull a Nini. What? You're gonna put the Yes. No, okay, podcast exclusive. Our second episode. So I'm going to let y'all wrap this up and carry on for the 
rest of the episode, I might be back. Oh, possibly. Maybe. Possibly. I got some, some business to take care of. Look more about that on another episode. On the next episode. Uh, okay. So. Oh, dang, she hit us with the whole. <laughs> Well, all that listening, Christy just exited stage left to handle <laughs> put her um, face um, on the screen, her little picture, and she yes, out. posted her whole photo, her whole glam shot on oh, the screen yeah. for us to remember her by. No. So, yes. Um, I will say, though, I do want to mention on this episode that the most important thing about the distance lovers is just having the friends you appreciate. So I appreciate you. Lovers. being such great friends. And I hope I'm a great friend to you guys as well. Oh, look at her being all mushy. No. I know. I know. I know. As, as, as the crier in the group, <laughs> um, I'm not a fan of being mushy. So that's, it's very interesting. It's very interesting dynamic. Um, yeah, I will say like, <laughs> that's yeah. probably why, that's probably why I cry a lot because I'm always like trying to hold it in. <laughs> yes. It did take a long time for us to hug as friends. <laughs> it did? Yeah. He was like, Oh, okay. Was, I remember that. I remember the exact Ooh. day when we first like, had a hug. And I was like, oh, she hugs me. Because I am an affectionate person. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm not even going to dispute that because I'm not a hugger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does take me a long time to give people real hugs, right? So I'm one of those people that if you come, if you're coming to me and you're like, huh, you know, I'll be like, who? Okay, you know, like, all right, all right, we're we're going there. Okay, I'll give you like um, you know, a reciprocation hug. You know, <laughs> just here you go. Uh, but yeah, you can tell that I'm very open and vulnerable with the person if I intentionally reach out to get. You know, if I if I uh, what do you call it? If I initiate, if I initiate affection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, and that's so. a little mental note that that's a little that I'm put that as a little mental note you know for for any suitors out there that might be listening okay any of the mans out there listening to the podcast take that mental note <laughs> yeah. I got I got the eye wink down <laughs> yes so, so go oh go ahead Oh, it's time. Are, are we finished? Are we finished with this? I mean, um, I think we talked a lot about it. Oh, no, I did have one more thing if we can. So, uh, Courtney mentioned earlier that we put it out there on social media. You asked questions and for feedback. So, mm-hmm. I did have a couple of those. Do we have time to? Yes, yeah, so let's do it real quick. Okay. I think we put it in. Okay. So, one of the comments today about distant lovers, which is about distant friendships distant love okay um this is from gk i think friendships are sustained in different ways depending on each person's love languages and overall ability for your past and growing patterns to remain aligned or compatible same with romantic relationships but if your friendships are not predominantly event-based distance really doesn't mean a thing in my opinion that's real yeah yeah because that's true because if you yeah mm-hmm. 
I, I agree that's with true. That. That's true. Because if you have a travel friend, and all of a sudden that friend is broke and can't go. You ain't. Well, you ain't there goes that friendship. You yeah. know what? But I will all that. We're gonna we're gonna put a pin in that um, for another for another one. Um, then we have RB, who's actually a male. So shout out to the males for coming through. Oh yes. Today we have a couple of them. Oh, we have two RBs. So I'm gonna say this is Ray B. He says, I think it's possible. Communication is key, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then RB says, anonymous. How do you maintain long distance friendships while also maintaining a demanding career? Ooh. question he had oh that's a good question um, so that's actually what i want us to ask christy similarly a similar question and the reason being is i wonder if her friend if she hasn't experienced as much of a change in her friendships because of covid right because she hasn't experienced oh, much hasn't. of a change okay. in her friendships because of covid because when life starts happening and people start making other plans and you're traveling, that's where the intentionality really, really kicks in. You know, like I have friends who I have not heard from in weeks. And sometimes I, for the most part, I would check in on them to say, hey, you good? You know, um, but there are, are some people that may not do the same for me. But then when you find, you finally get a chance to talk, it's like, oh, I was traveling for work or you know my kid's birthday party or you know i'm going through divorce like you know it's just like you just um it's very difficult and when you are trying to maintain long distance friendships with a demanding career uh as i would consider i have a demanding career or had a demanding career i just think you got you there's there's there's, i'm gonna say there's no excuse yeah that's my final answer and you will find a way that's why i do group trips a lot you know that's why i do group dinners because i don't necessarily have the time to meet with everyone one-on-one on one-on-one all the time um in person and most of my friends if not i would say 90 percent of my friendships are long distance i think i would say um you definitely have to be intentional about your time so like if you know you have a demanding career and you're trying to maintain a friendship you have to understand like you're gonna have to put time aside to invest in that friendship um i will say communication is important with your friends to say like you know what i'm really busy and Rashana tells me this all the time i don't even know why you're doing this because you know you can't do this and you want to do that and blah 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 (laughs) but i think communication is important too like saying like, you know, I'm really busy this week. Or, oh, like I have a lot, my career is really demanding right now. So, you know, I'm going to be a little distant, but it's also, I think part of it, and this is just how I feel and other people may have a different opinion about this. If your friend has a problem with the fact that you're always working, you may want to reevaluate the friendship because mm-hmm. I think as a true friend, what you'll realize is like, like even in our group, like Roshana has a demanding career. Christy's married. Like, so life is changing. So you're not always going to be as available as you were maybe when you were in college or grad school or like when you was in high school. So understanding that your friendships, that life is changing. So your friendships are going to change somewhat, but you have to have friends that understand that. And if they don't understand that, then maybe you need to reevaluate 
the status. And she's back. Um, So Christy, just a really recap. Someone asked, like, how do you maintain friendships with a demanding career? And Roshana said, you know, one of it is long distance friendships with a demanding career. And she said, you know, there's no excuse. Um, You know, like, you got to spend time. I I was saying, like, you know, your friends got to understand that life changes. Like, you being married, that means that you're not always going to be available for your friends the way you was before because you now have a new relationship. So if you don't have friends who understand that, then maybe you need to reevaluate those friendships. But you also have to, like, be intentional with your time, too. Listen, as someone who's been in a long-distance relationship, Yes. <laughs> people will make time for what they want to make time for. Like Rashana said, there is no excuse. So do what you have to. I understand, like I said, September is a busy month for me for work, but next week I'm, I'm going to show up for Rashana. She didn't mention this, but she's also graduating from Woo-hoo! a program. She is, yes. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to show up for that, even though it's close to the end of the fiscal year. If she had something for her birthday, I would try to show up for that. So you have to make time for the things and the people that matter to you that you value. And just to merge with you and with all of us are saying, and that is friendships are going to go through ebb and flows, whether it's long distance or you all live in the same house, right? There's going to be ways that you're going to connect with certain friends at certain times in your life based on shared and mutual experiences or whatever, right? And so if I am trying to build my business, right, my friends may understand that I might not be as available as I was when I wasn't trying to build a business, right? So that's where the communication comes in. Um, if I'm dealing with something and I don't hear from someone, they're going to say like, yo, I'm dealing with something. I'll be back. Right. Uh, but that's definitely like Raby said, communication is obviously key. And the last comment we have is from DY. She says, I think it very much depends on personality types. I have a friendship Mm -hmm. where it definitely made us closer and we just appreciate it more we appreciated more of the times we were able to talk or see each other. And it forced me at least to cultivate other relationships that were physically closer. Mm, that's a good point too. That's true. Yes. Yeah. You definitely yes, appreciate I never that. Thought about that. That's true. Yep. And I think after COVID, we're all going to appreciate that. Facts. We're definitely all going to appreciate that. So Christy, do you want to take us to our next segment? Yes, it's now time for our On 1000 segment. Rashana, stay lit. Won't you go first? Okay. Um, I think I already said really what my thousand, um, what's On 1000 is Lovecraft Country. <laughs> Lovecraft Country. Um, and that is a great, it's, I mean, it's such a great show. I think we're on episode five. It comes on HBO. Um, I want to say it comes on Sundays, but it comes on, if it does come on Sundays, I think it comes on Sunday nights and I'm a little scary. So I normally watch it on Mondays during my break in the afternoon because I cannot watch it at night. Um, so that is what is on 1000 for me. In addition to me being on 1000 because my birthday is next week. 
And I'm also graduating from my program next week, certified public manager, certified strategic yes. project manager. Period. pursuing a green belt Lean Six Sigma certification. Okay, okay. And <laughs> I think that's it for right now. Oh, and featured in some little book. But I'll, you can hit me up oh. on Instagram if you want. <laughs> what? Little book. Little book. Don't repeat that because when they hit me up, I'm not. I'm. I'm not calling the book little. I'm. It. We. We got you. We got you. <laughs> Came lit. Um. Also on a thousand this week. Um. I'm just gonna shout out my blog again. Like it's been a whole year. Yeah. I not believe I made it a whole year with the blog. I was very skeptical at first, but I'm glad I stuck with it. So I am shouting that out on a thousand this week. Um, if you're following me, you know that I'm doing lives this week on my blog. If you're not following me, you need to stepping into she on Instagram. Um, so shout last out to me. Yeah, yes, that was really good. Talking about career and sneak peek, we will be with Christy next week talking about love. So if yeah, well, the week y'all hear it, it'll be out. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about love. So shout out to all of the amazing women who came on to my IGTV mm-hmm. episodes in the past couple of months. So thank you all. You guys are on 1000. And I am just loving this part of my journey. So that's on 1000. Yes. Always lit. In the spirit of friendship, I'm going to say my friends, you know, y'all be on 1,000. Y'all and all of my other friends, because these are not my only two friends, guys. I have more friends than this. I just wanted to make sure y'all knew that. Okay. (laughs) My only friends. (laughs) All right. But yeah, yeah shout, like, out to, shout out to Christy's other friends who are yeah. all dope doing Y'all great. Y'all have always been there, supporting me through this journey, through these transitions. Cause, ooh, Lord, like it gets stressful sometimes. Y'all really help to keep me sane. I mean, you know, even when you get married or if you have a significant other, like you have that person you can lean on, but there's nothing like people who have known you 10 plus years, people who have known you, like I said earlier, in different stages of your life. So just shout out to y'all. Thank you. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Yes. Yes. All right. So um, our next episode is dropping October. What does anyone remember the date of when it's dropping? Look out for that. It's in our two. next episode is dropping October 8th. Okay, so it's dropping October 8th. We release episodes every other Thursday. So we're happy that you all were here to listen to us, follow us, and like and subscribe on IG, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube on social media. We are at 1000 Club Life on YouTube. We are the 1000 Club. You can check out all of our previous episodes and you can watch our playlist because we want you to, you know, we want you to join the lituation. And rate us on Apple Podcasts. Oh yes, rate us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe, right? And you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Yes. And um, we are available, as we said, on everything. Apple, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube. And if you don't know how to find any of those, you can follow us 
on Instagram, Facebook, right? Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and click the link in all of our bios, and that will take you directly to where you can click to listen or watch and get to know us a little more. So yes. thank you all for joining us today. Yes. Do we have, a, do we have a, um, a going away song? I think, Rashana, I think you should close us out with a solo. Lovers? Distant, distant lovers? Yes. Can you give us a solo? First of all, you trying it. <laughs> <laughs> you you gave us the vocals in the beginning. Wait, wait, let me, let me, let me. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> let me let me my throat. Distant lovers. Okay. That's who we are. Try to hide something. Way we feel. We know the melody. You may not know all the words. So, so real. We all that. So real. Just a flashback to. <laughs> so real. You want to click us off? Uh, yes, we will see y'all next episode. See you next episode. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.